Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, here to bring you the latest in all pop culture news, celebrity gossip, anything happening right now in Hollywood that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Hey guys, welcome to another week of the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, from the Not Skinny But Not Fat Instagram account here for another week of our podcast where we talk about celebrity gossip, reality TV, and anything happening in Hollywood, etc., etc. I want to thank the Podglomerate Network for producing this show and thank you guys for tuning in and thank my guest today, Anthony Lario. Uh, he has a podcast called Tony's Tea Corner, also talks about celebrity gossip, reality TV, all the things we know and love, you guys. Anthony is a really great guy. I had a super good vibe with him when I uh, was a guest on his show a few months ago. And I just think he is really, really fabulous. I just wanted everyone to know, um, you know, we haven't met in person, but we did do this before. And I... Um, have this thing also that I believe in and that when I think something positive about uh, someone, I share it with them. And now yes. also with whoever is listening, because I think it's important for you to know, to know that I thought that, but also I want to use and abuse you now. Oh, you, that turns me on. Yes. Are you trying to turn me on? I know that you love Brittany. Oh, my love for Britney, it's not even a thing like when people say, you know, oh, you're a Britney fan. I'm like, no, no, you don't get it. It's not even like a Britney fan. It's like, I know her. I am her. <laughs> I'm, I talk to her every day. I pray to her in the morning. I pray to her at night. I feel like I know what her perfume smells like. No, stop. Her 72 branded scents. I'm <laughs> into it. I would pay... I would pay any type of money to see her out there on stage in any type of corset, lip syncing her ass off because oh my God. she has invented the art of iconography. I'm telling you that right now. When you think of an icon, who do you think of? Yeah, people, some people think, you know, Cher, Madonna, whatever. I think Britney. You think Britney? I mean, I'm a Britney fan. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to compare myself to you, but I did. I think we talked about this last time. Like, I went to her concert in New York last year for my 30th birthday. I'm so lame. Um, actually, my little sister oh, got me, the, bought the tickets. They were so expensive because it was like a small show. It was at Radio City. Oh, amazing. Um, and I love that, that it's small, you know? Um, 
And obviously I knew she wasn't going to like be singing live. Like, you know. No, you knew it. You know what to expect. (laughs) You know what to expect. And I had so much fun because it's not about that. You know, it's, 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 it's about the music and I was dancing and I know all the moves, which like, I'm sure like I I could beat you at the choreography. Like I know. You could beat me. You could beat me. I know dream within a dream tour, like a by heart, every single dance. Oh, you're a diehard then. You're a diehard. I'm a diehard. I but believe you. I, I'm not caught up. So I didn't go down the, the, the freaking black hole of the free Britney hashtag because it was just, I'm not into like conspiracy theories as much, mm-hmm. you know, because like mm-hmm. I have so much to keep up with, like of things that are actually going on and that are actually confirmed that like, I can't be going, I can't, I don't have time. Yeah. So I know that, you know, some stuff and I, I just need an update about like what's going on with our queen. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing when free Brittany, um, I, it's, I, it's funny cause you and I had just recorded a, a show before the free Brittany hashtag thing came out. Right. We had just, we had just gotten done talking about Brittany and you know, what had happened with her, you know, being checked into a mental right. health facility. It was that day, Anthony. It was that day, yeah. And and then I think a couple of days later, Free Britney came out. And, you know, everybody's talking about Free Britney. And, you know, some people were skeptical about it. And part of me was skeptical. Um, and But I did think some of the things made sense. Because as a Britney fan, you're kind of like always going between this fine line of like, oh, well, this is just Britney now, you know, she just kind of performs like this now, or, you know, she's not like she used to be, but we love it and we accept it. And then the whole idea that maybe the reason that she's performing like this is because she's being forced to take tranquilizers before she goes out on stage. That's what they're saying? That, yes. That freaks, why would they, freaks me Why out. would they force her? Well, so under this conservatorship, she has to take any medication that her father gives her. Can you say that? I feel like I can't say that word. Con- conservatorship. Conservatorship. Yeah. Or, conser- or she, he's the conservator of her will and estate. Okay. So, so the, the free Britney thing. Okay. So it's her dad is like this evil mastermind behind this. So I don't know if necessarily he's an evil mastermind, but this is what, what happened. So back in 2007, when she had her breakdown, which by the way, you and I have talked about, we don't really know exactly what happened. Everything out there, everything with the Kardashians is out there. Everything with the housewives is out there with, with even people like, um, you know, like some other iconic celebrities, Madonna, Cher, you know, Justin Timberlake, everybody, we know what's going on with them. We know what's going on. We never really found out what happened. We didn't know if it was alcohol. We didn't know if it was drugs. We just know that it was like psychotic break. So her father became the conservator of her will and estate, which meant that he and a team of a couple of people had power of attorney over her in any single capacity. So he is her guardian again. Right. And that I know because like she wasn't sound enough to be making her own decisions. And and that was like supposedly a, a positive thing and also a way for her to get to not lose custody of her children. Of her children. Yes. She had to sign over the conservator to her father or she would have gotten her children taken away or not taken away. The custody would have been a bigger issue. Right. Um, So the, the, it was supposed to end in 2009. Okay. 
We don't know what happened in 2009, but it didn't end. And there is a phone call that was released from 2009 of her whispering in what sounds like a room where she's scared that somebody's going to hear her. And she is calling, basically saying, I want to get out of this conservatorship. It was supposed to be over. Oh, I heard and, that. I heard that. Yeah. And she's basically saying, um, my father is threatening that if I try to get out of the conservatorship, then they're going to take my babies. <gasps> Yes. I just so, have goosebumps. Yeah, me too. It's it's crazy. When I heard that voicemail, I was like, shit, this has validity but to are it. But are we sure it's real? And like, who do you call to ask that question? So, so I don't know who she called. It was either a lawyer or it was a judge. I'm not positive of exactly who she called. Um, so that was in 2009. It didn't happen. He still had this over her and still does. Yes, he still has it over her. Um, and so the hashtag was released because I'm uh, there's that podcast, Britney's Graham. And I think basically they did some digging and they had a source call in who was a paralegal on her case um, who had access to records. And the records show that Britney did not check into the um, facility in March. She actually was checked in in January. So people were like, wait, why, why would she lie about that? Why would her team lie about that? Then, you know, people come to certain conclusions. Well, maybe it was because her father forced her in in January. Um, and then people are wondering, wait, then who was making those Instagram posts in January and February if she was in the institution? So it's kind of this whole, you know, whirlwind that you go, that you go down and it's nonstop. Um, but was she perform like when was her Vegas thing? Her Vegas residency, I think, ended. When did you go see her at Radio City? My birth. So, like, oh, I think it was July of last year. July of last year. That would make sense because that's when she was doing the leg of her tour um, that was at post residency. So then she had a residency planned again in Vegas called Domination. And then that was canceled, and she made this Instagram post that said it was due to her father's health. Right. Well, lo and behold, we find out she was checked into a mental facility. But but her father's health is a real thing. We don't know. We haven't heard anything about it. We haven't heard anything about it. And as of right now, we did see her check out looking fucking frazzled again. She I mean, today really she's looking frazzled. better, but the post of when she was first seen. They were bad. In- it was bad. And then I think there was like pictures from court and she was the bare barefoot. Feet, the bare feet. That was not a good look. It was <sighs> not a good look. If she wants to win this, she can't do that. She can't exactly. be barefoot. I'm she like, can't Brent. be barefoot. No, no, she it, can't. And like, I just like wonder, well, well, I put up a picture of her uh, maybe yesterday and she was wearing like, obviously her low rise jeans that no one wears since 1999. Mm. But her hair was at least looking better because I know it sounds superficial, but if you are Britney Spears, you can get your hair did by God if you well, wanted that's to. What people are saying, Amanda, though, she might not have access to this money. She doesn't have access to her own money, which is fucking crazy. So, but it makes sense. If she is sick, if she is sick, then this conservatorship, conservatorship makes sense. Now, my dad, who is an estate attorney, um, who who has frequently fought these types of cases for people in abusive conservatorships. My dad said that his argument would be if she is under this conservatorship because she is not well enough to provide for her family, okay? okay. Which is what sounds like the rules of the conservatorship are, then why is she being forced to perform? 
right. she should not be performing. Ugh, do you think so? You believe the rumors that so so okay. So to to conclude, you know, I'm sure there's so much more information, but basically this conservatorship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, can I blame it on being like half Israeli? I just sometimes conservatorship. Yeah. Conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Conservatorship. Um, so by her dad. So he, I mean, so th- there's a team probably also behind her dad. Basically, they're not letting her out of this. She can't make her own decision. She doesn't have access to her own money. She's being forced to perform. And then also they're saying they're, she, she's given tranquilizer. Why would they do that part? So, so these tranquilizer things are really heavy antidepressant anxiety pills. So apparently, and here's some other conspiracy theories, but, but they're, they're, they're kind of, here's what is making me think that it's true. Um, and believe me, I think that there is some validity that Brittany has proven herself because the judge did grant a full evaluation of her, of this whole thing. Um, the whole evaluation of the conservatorship. That was the first time that she showed up to her own conservatorship hearing in years. Um, and she came with her mom, the the last one. Yes. So, so this right, is a big so it's deal. not all rumors because that part is true. She is trying to get out of it. She's trying to get out of it. So, so that we know for sure. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. So free Britney is a thing in uh Technically, because it's she does want to be freed. Technically, right. She does want to be freed. Um, but, you know, th- there's this thing that happened. Um, you'll love this. Um, so there was this period of time in 2017 where BuzzFeed was putting out articles. And they're like, wait, is 2002 Britney back? Because she was going full out in her shows, going full out, just like dancing. And she even stopped the show to do a live rendition of Give Him Something to Talk About by Bonnie Raitt. And like she sang it full live, whatever. So people are like, wait, is Britney back? She's singing live. She's fucking dancing. Then out of nowhere, her next two weeks of shows were canceled. So part of me is now thinking, and some conspiracists conspiracists are thinking, she probably went off her medicine, okay? She wasn't taking the tranquilizers, and she was just performing to the best of her ability. Mm. And then her family found out or her father found out her managers put her back on the medications, let those two weeks sink in. Then she went back to her shows as zombie Brittany. Oh, zombie Brittany. You're making my heart ache because at the end of the day, like I said, like I accept her and I, I went to her show and, and paid lots of money to see her basically yeah. zo- as zombie Brittany. And with like her music playing out of like, you know, um, yeah, not, not live obviously. And it was worth it for me. But at the same time, I mean, the amount of days and nights that I spent thinking about how does one lose their ability to dance when they once were They don't. They don't. I mean, and there's a bunch of rumors about this knee injury. This, this, um, no, 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 there's, there's these, there's these murky rumors that, so some people say that it was on the overprotected music video set. That she hurt her knee there, and she's never been able to dance the same. But babe, it's not about the knee. It's the the arms. It's the everything. It's It's not the knee. And 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 she has said, you know, I love performing. I don't know if I believe that she does anymore. I don't know if I know if I. I mean, because we talked about this. I think right. She doesn't like people. She doesn't like seeing people. She like doesn't. I mean, if you have high anxiety like that, and basic basically another word that's going to be hard for yeah, me to say like a, agoraphobia. agoraphobia is it agoraphobia <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, it does. Agoraphobia like, sounds it, better. Yeah. Agoraphobia. You're not a person that likes be like I don't even like going to like oh, big stadiums and stuff like that. I don't like like a lot of people. Obviously, I'm not like I do it, but I'm just saying like there's no way she has you know major anxiety and like issues, and she loves being on stage with a gazillion people. No. Like no, I don't believe it, and it's just so sad because I mean. Ugh, Britney and who she was and the performer she was and the dancer she was. I mean, you know, Wade Robson, who choreographed all her shit, she had swag. She had groove. Her movements now, no. it's not knee. It's jerky. It's tight. It's, you know, even did... So, it, I mean, a few days ago, she posted that video of her... I, I don't know if to thrashing. call it dancing. Um, it looked like it hurt, <laughs> didn't it, Amanda? And she was like burned because she gets like really mm. tan or something. And so what did you think about that? Because aside from the thrashing, it also um, was noticed by people that she did a similar, I mean, she was wearing the same thing in a video from March. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know if I believe that she's posting these. Do you? You don't know if you believe that she like handles no, her own Instagram. No, I don't know if I believe it. So whoever does it sucks because it's the worst well, I think Instagram. It's a team of probably people like her dad, like Southern straight white men who are like, yeah, throw that up of Brit to make people stop worrying. She looks good. She's dancing. And you're like, um, <laughs> she looks good. She's, yeah. I don't know. But then those people are the people that are also like taking videos of her modeling different outfits okay, around her house. What about the tiny furniture? What do you think about that? What's that? Oh, my, Amanda, that? you got to look back at her posts. There's tiny furniture everywhere. It's What's tiny okay, furniture? So, you know, like your couch, um, like you put your couch yeah. through like a vaporizer and now it's tiny. Like it looks like tiny furniture from a dollhouse. So she no, has everywhere. like a room like that or her, I need to look, you gotta look up. it up. Look at Google Britney tiny furniture. It's everywhere all over her house. It's like oh. you look at her nightstand, tiny nightstand, tiny lamp. You look at everything in her tiny kitchen chairs, tiny counter, tiny little table. It's like she's living in a dollhouse. Stop. What does that mean? It's just very what, scary. What, what is that? It's very freaky. Let me look it up right now. <laughs> Brittany, oh my God, tiny I'm looking furniture. it up right now. Yep. It comes up right away. Yep. Look at the tiny couch. Do you see it? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Oh my what god, I feel bad. It? And I really think it's almost like they're just like putting her there and they're like, Oh my god, it's here. It's like it's in like her a dollhouse. No. She lives life as a doll. That's so sad, babe. No, I know I'm laughing, laugh. I mean, but I, I mean wanna, I think Brittany all along has been sending us little messages. The 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 tiny furniture, okay? And all of her old captions, if you look back, she always puts this flower in a key. Set me free. She with, with her filters. This isn't me. This isn't my real voice. Let me use my real voice. She's been figuring ways to tell us. That's like super conspiracy. And I think that Brittany wants, I, I really do think though, that she's been trying to tell us things for a while. I think that, I mean, I'm all goosebumps because whether or not she's doing that at the end of the day, like we lost her a while ago, you know, like we just I, lost her I think and she's, it's a loss because she's still she there was, somewhere, Amanda. I think, I think she's still you there. Think? I hope so. I mean, she's still young too. Well, like yeah, she's, she's still, still in her thirties. It is, is something happened to her and we don't know what happened. 
that's the thing. Like, that's the thing I can't let go of. Like you said, at the end of the day, shit in Hebrew, there's a yes. saying, shit yeah. floats. Is there shit, a saying like no, that in English? can make one. Let's just say it. Shit floats. Shit floats. Doesn't it sound good? The, the, sh- shit, the shit will floats. float. That's what you know? Said. Yeah. Ship. <laughs> Does it float, though? I don't think. <laughs> shit floats. It'll At the float. end of the day, it'll float. And with Brittany, like you said, like, we have rumors about 2007. Like, I've been starting to hear about, like, that she was diagnosed with, like, AIDS or something. Did you hear that? What? Oh, you didn't what? hear that? She was diagnosed with AIDS? No. So, <laughs> so that's what a lot of the rumors um, are about her breakdown was that uh, she broke down after being diagnosed with uh, HIV. But we're in 2019. Like, we have treatments for that. You can become undetectable. Right. But no, I'm talking about what, like her that we don't know about why she broke down in 2007. Uh, okay. Do you want to know? I'll keep it short and sweet. Under 30 seconds, this is what I think happened, okay? Yeah. Okay, so she breaks out with Justin Timberlake. She cheated on him. I don't think she ever did something that horrible in her life. And I think that she really realized that she had lost the best thing that she had ever known, ever. Okay? She never knew what it was like to be a normal kid. All right? More so than any other child stars these days claim to be. Like, you got Billie Eilish being like, on the cover of Vanity Fair, being like, "Mm, I'm a child star. I don't know. It's like to be real. Okay, no. Britney did it first. Okay? And I think that this breakup was too much for her to handle. She, she got really upset. She went and married her childhood um, boyfriend. After that, her parents kept mm-hmm. close watch on her. She's like, what am I going to do to win my life? Like overprotected stage. I want my life back. She goes and marries Kevin Federline because he's got a big dick and all this stuff. And then they break up. She starts dating the paparazzi guy. She is in too deep. She can't handle it. Shaves her head. She's done. Complete psychotic breakdown. I think it might be as simple as that. As simple as just like, I mean, listen, I know a lot of people that after bad breakups lose their shit. Yes. So obviously once you're, when you're Britney Spears, it's on a very much of a larger scale, but I've seen people, you know, my age, younger than me, older than me going through breakups and changing, like either all of a sudden from being like, you know, a a person that gets up and goes to work every morning to being a person that just wants to sit on the couch and smoke weed all day, or, you know, even small things, but in Britney world, everything is more drastic. So that's why like, I can buy that. And I can also buy that in the mix of everything you said, there were a lot of drugs, which I think there were some drugs involved. I think there were some drugs involved. And probably later, when she was diagnosed with whatever um, prescription drugs, which also can turn you into a freaking, especially if you're on a crazy cocktail, which I'm sure she was um, and is. So, I mean, thank you for giving me that little breakdown. I'm still, I'm kind of happy that I had you um, come on and give me that little kind of look into it because I think that just going down that black hole, like we said, it's just like too much. Like I want to, I want her out of this conservatorship, which I can now say really quickly. Wow. Amanda, that was good. You really said that. (laughs) You really did that. I'm like, I know that I learn. I'm a learner. You really did that girl. I'm telling you right now. Conservatorship. 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 I mean, a lot of people couldn't say it. I was watching a lot of people trying to say it in like their Insta stories, trying to talk about it. A lot of people can't say it. So you're oh, not that's alone. so funny. Um, 
I, I, I mean, I just want to, I, I want normal Brittany back. And, you know, if there is a world in which she gets her freedom and she can make her own decisions and maybe her medications are modified so that she can be more of herself while being, you know, treated for her issues, then, I mean, that's, we can only dream. Dream within a dream. <laughs> Dream within a dream. And you know what else pisses me off, Amanda? I mean, we can segue into Housewives a little bit here because I'm seeing all these people on like a bunch of pop culture groups. I'm in, they're like, we need Britney on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, okay, no, shut up. Are you making that up to do a good transition? No. What? Who said that? A lot of people said that online. I'm not gonna, but people in these groups, these pop culture groups, send them in. They're like, no, um, no, you know what they say, like that no screenshot zone and also like don't talk about what you see in there. So I don't even want to get anybody if anybody's listening. But this is what a bunch of people say in these groups. That's so crazy. So A yeah. the transition, B never. Are you crazy? Just because like Denise Richards did it doesn't mean like let's not compare. Yeah, don't even try to ever put Britney and Denise Richards on the same level. What? Okay, but really with Housewives, so the real, real on the real housewives. As you know, I, you know, because I'm, it shouldn't be like this, but I really like um, only New York and New Jersey just because I'm like probably from New York. And also because, I mean, I just need to, I need to have, you know, just like preferences because I can't, I don't have time for all of them, but no. I'm usually obsessed with New York and really want to get your feelings on this season, which. Um, that's it. I'm not going to say anymore. Your thoughts on this season. So here's the thing about this season. I think I talked to you about it before on mine. And I, I was saying, I think it's a little bit boring, but here's the thing about the New York ladies. They always deliver. No. Okay? What? No. You don't believe it? What was delivered? What happened this season? Oh, I think that they always deliver. I think that they are just funny. I think that they are funny. They scream at each other. They fight. They make up. I think that it, it reminds me of old school housewives. Like, so I, I was saying that I thought this season was boring. And I think that in the grand scheme of other seasons, it's more boring, but it's a different kind of season. It's more funny. It's definitely a different kind of season. And I actually heard that, and this is a reason probably a reason why um, it's boring is that Bethany took kind of a step back this season because I think yeah, yeah. what I've You're heard is, right. you know, she was so prominent in last season with like the fight with Carol and like all that shit um, that I think this season she was sort of like, listen, um, sitting this one out. But babe, the major themes we have going on in this season are like, okay, Lu- Luann feeling holier than thou because she's like cabareting, definitely yeah. being 45 and like crying about wanting a baby, which like, A, it's like, I is fucked up for all these women who have children to be like, Tinsley, like, stop crying about it. Like, they don't know what that's like. No, they don't know what it's like. What do you think about the idea of um, letting one of the OGs go? What? Like, who would you think? If we either get rid of Bethany, um, Luann, or Ramona. Mm. Get rid of one of them and bring in new blood because here's what, here's what. No, no, definitely new blood. New blood is needed. We need like a cuckoo, cuckoo Kelly, Ben Simone, or like we need a cuckoo Okay. But here's what, what I think um, holds a lot of these Bravo shows hostage. Um, They don't allow for new people 
to really come in and make their stance and be themselves. And this didn't always happen. I mean, if you think about some of the best housewives, they're people who were new people. They're not OGs. Like, I don't really like Tamara from Orange County, but Tamara came in season three. Dorinda didn't come in until season six. Like, you have people that come in late. But what happens is that when there's some somebody new, you have OGs like Ramona and you have OGs on Beverly Hills like Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump who they, and or on Orange County like Vicky they, or, sorry, New Jersey like Teresa. They don't like new people. And, and Bravo will listen to them because they, you know, have loyalties to them. And if they want somebody gone, they're gone. Okay. And, and it's because, you know, Teresa will refuse to film. If that, if that person's there and she doesn't want to film with them, they're gone. That's why we never saw Kathy Walkeley again. We never saw Rosie again. We never saw Jacqueline again. She doesn't want to film with them. They're not coming back. Oh, Jacqueline. I love Jacqueline. I, I love Jacqueline too. And it can be said with a lot of the OGs. I, feel, I mean, she went a little too kookaroo at the end, but she, she, I liked well, her. And I, li- I liked her too. And I think that in some of these shows, like on Beverly Hills right now with Doggate, we, they can't say certain things because they don't break the fourth wall. Like they can never talk about being on the housewives. Right. That's so funny. I'm not going to say it now. Actually, this comes out. This comes out. Let me do the math. This comes out after. Okay. So I, um, uh, my, the last episode that aired was with Katie Maloney Schwartz from Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Um, she was on Not Skinny But Not Fat. Oh, and, she was amazing. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. I love her. Um, and and it's amazing for me because like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a VPR ambassador and it's like my life right Hell now. Yes. Hell um, yes. but I was actually talking to her about that and I was just like, you know, we were talking about certain characters on the show, and I was like, they're just fucking thirsty. And she was like, Yeah. And I and I was like, Don't you just feel like screaming? You're doing this because you want to be on the fucking show. And she's like, all the time. And I'm like, and you don't say that. I feel like that's all I would do. Like if I was on that show, I'd be like, you're trying to be on the show and you're trying to be on the show and you're trying to be on the show. And she's yes. like, well, I can't say that when there are cameras there. Like you can't talk about you the can't cameras. Break the fourth wall. You can't break the fourth wall. And I think that they should because there's, there's so much that gets cut out. You really think I'm this stupid that like you're on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and you're not going to talk to me about being on the Housewives. Like you're not going to say, oh, Lisa has been selling stories to the press about the Housewives forever. You're going to say, oh, John Blizzard did this quote unquote behind the scenes. Like just fucking say it. It feels inauthentic. I feel like it, when I watch it, I just want to fucking strangle them because I'm like, oh, I know how inauthentic you're fucking be. Really? Like, and you it can, pisses me off. Can you tell me who you think is inauthentic on the show? On VPR? Yeah. Oh, Brittany, um, Jax, um, Lala. Wait, I why do you think Brittany is inauthentic? Well, here's the whole Did you watch the reunion recently? No. Uh, well, they're all going at Raquel. And here's the thing. Of course, Raquel wants to be on the show. Of course she does. But you know who wanted to be on the show first? You Brittany. Brittany and, and Jax and everybody. So let the natural order of things happen. There's going to be new blood. Do you think Brittany didn't break up with Jax because she wanted to stay on the show? Um, partially, yes. Uh, partially, yes. I mean, I, I think not just the show, but the opportunities that can arise from the show. I, th- I just want to say something because obviously everyone's thirsty. I'm thirsty. You're thirsty. They're- I'm so thirsty. I'm I'm parched. What I'm saying is like, obviously, but obviously there are also ways to like not 
look thirsty or like not be. So if you're the OGs, like we were saying, so if you're Katie Stassi, blah, 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 blah. They didn't look thirsty because it was like they were brought on the show. Their lives were being filmed. Say to, okay. If Mm -hmm. you're Billy Lee and all of a sudden you're like hosting and you're like creating drama out of thin air, not like real stuff that happened, like thin air, then like you're obviously trying to be on the show. Um, yes, I guess, I guess you're right. I guess point well taken. Um, but that also and makes like, you're, you're right too. I think it's not nice to, you know, come like they say, come at Raquel, um, for wanting to be on the show. Obviously she does. She's like, you know, not getting so much love. Like she doesn't have a gazillion followers on Instagram. Her boyfriend is like half hated by everyone. Like obviously she wants in on it. And I think when you're desperado and it doesn't, so Lala came in and, you know, there's something about Lala, right? She has charisma. She has... Yeah, she's very charismatic. You're right. She's made for TV. She's made for TV. So obviously, like, love her or hate her, she's going to be on the show. Like, even she wasn't even having sex with anyone, really. Like, if you think about it, like, all of her major shit was, like, behind the scenes, as they say. Like... Yes. But what I'm saying is, you either have it or you don't have it. And, like, Raquel... So for people that don't have it and they're not going to come on the show and you know, win people over and then they try really hard to, then that just seems desperado. You know what I mean? You're right. You're right. I guess what, for me, the hypocrisy annoys me in the fact that like, for example, Brittany, like she's yelling at Raquel during this reunion. Um, and I won't give too many spoilers, but the way that she's screaming at her about James Kennedy, about TJ James Kennedy. And I'm like, Brit, do you not think that maybe your boyfriend cheated more times than you think? Like, why Why are you trying to preach to this oh, girl about way, her relationship? Oh, in that way, babe. And yeah, yeah. You're saying, but what do you mean? When, when you know, Lala and um, all of those people came up to Raquel and told Raquel James is cheating on, on her, then, like, all of those girls have been cheated on. Yes, yes, 100%. So 100%. In the hypocrisy way, yes, there's so much hypocrisy that goes on on the show. 100%. Yeah. What I love about it so much is that, you know, in contrast to like keeping up with the Kardashians, they have so much drama that they'll start a season with like someone cheating. They don't wait oh, yes. until... They don't wait until the finale. Right. Yeah. They don't wait until the last act. And with Housewives, if we go back to Roni, which we were talking about... I need something to happen. So your your point of view is actually more popular than mine. I think most people that I talk to about Real Housewives of New York will say, whatever those girls do, like they're hilarious and I can watch them all day or day. Oh, Amanda with the bridey thing was so funny with the, when they're, I mean, it was horrible. The sexual assault victims awareness foundation oh and, you know, bridey was talking about it. And, and just like that is, I would send that clip. I sent that clip actually in a mass email to a bunch of people that I've worked with. Wait, which and, one when, when, who cut, when uh, Ramona, um, Dorinda cuts Ramona off? Yes. Yes. And they're all just going back and forth and Sonia's going clip, like copying Dorinda and they're, they're, oh you know, they're, all, they're calling her birdie. And I'm like, if you guys don't watch Housewives, this is why you have to watch it. Like, you can't write this. You couldn't write that comedic timing there. It was, I was peeing myself. It was so funny. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying, babe. And like, as a uh, certified bravaholic, I really want to like agree oh with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
clip. I mean, <laughs> clip. Um, so I know you talked about that on one of your episodes. Was that the best? Did you meet Darren? I, I saw her. I didn't actually get to talk to her. You work with her? Hold on. I'm going to sneeze. Oh my God. This is a real moment. Bless you. <laughs> oh, it didn't ruin it for you? Usually when people say bless you, it ruins it for me. No. Oh, you can't sneeze anymore. No. No, 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 no. Don't have I'm- that. Okay, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Speaking of Billie Eilish, by the way, I just wanted to say that um, I love her, but she was at Kanye's church yesterday. Isn't that weird? Oh, it's a cult. I think we might have talked about this. This is why I think it's a cult. Something weird is happening. Billie Eilish is too cool for Kanye's church, isn't she? Here's the thing. I think Billie Eilish is cool, but she's what my brother would call an industry plant. They planted her there for a reason. She has no say in anything. I think she was planted. Babe, but I saw a thing about her and she like didn't go to school ever. Her name is like Billie Eilish pirate beard, like something, something. Her parents are like hippies. She like wrote songs before she could like, you know, I don't know. But still she's a plant. Like I think she's talented, but I think she's a plant. Like, I think that she, they, they, you know, they see that value in her. They see that she's weird. She's cool. So they're like, oh, okay, guess what? We're going to put you, like, on the top of the charts and, like, let's promote the shit out of you're you. You're so, like, into conspiracies today. It's, like, too much for me. No, no, it's not a conspiracy. It's the truth. Brit- Britney was an industry plant. Yeah, I mean, but like that makes more thing. sense. Billie Eilish is, like, you know, more, like rugged i don't know i know she's rugged but we know her like like do you know what i mean like everybody knows billy eilish yeah so like, right. she's, she's not indie. like underground like no right she's not like yeah that's how like i felt cool that i was like into her music but then i was like literally she's like top 100 still she's not mainstream like, but like not really mainstream right which is why it's weird because it's kind of like you wouldn't think she looks like um, like an, a British singer that like only your cool friends know about, but yes, then she's like 100%. not. And also she's like in love with Justin Bieber and going to Kanye's uh, Yeezy church. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, she, she's got a lot going for her. I will say that I think that um, she did a van. It was either Variety or Vanity Fair. They did an interview with her last year. And then they showed her the interview one year later and she had to react to it. I think she was a little bit embarrassed. That is weird. I could see that. Well, I want to look that up, A, and B, like, I could see that. Um, I did like she had a quote. Um, she did an ad for Mike Calvin's and obviously she wasn't in her underwear like a model. And yes. I kind of liked her explanation of it, which, which was that she, you know, um, she was explaining why she always wears baggy clothes. And she's like, I don't want my body to be talked about. And I don't want anyone to be able to say if I'm fat or skinny or like. I like that too. Isn't that, that's kind of cool because yeah, I mean, cool. you know what? I'm the first to admit I was dying to know what her body looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of crazy because. You know, you think about it. We were talking about Britney earlier and Christina Aguilera. They all became famous when they were like 15, 16. Right. Now, now people don't really become famous that early anymore. So it's kind of cool because we haven't had a sensation like this in a long time. She's she's changing and a changing, but I was just, I thought it was shocking when I all of a sudden saw, and, and it kind of upset me too because her, 
her uh, Instagram handle used to be Where the Avocados, and I thought that was so cool. And now she changed it to Billie Eilish. Oh, see, I only knew her as Where the Avocados. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of cool that you like, you know, everybody, every celebrity just kind of has their name or like even some celebrities have their first name. I still don't understand how Brittany Cartwright just says the Instagram handle Brittany. I don't get how that happened. I feel like you don't like Brittany. I don't really like her. Like, I think Raquel is annoying, but she's authentically annoying. I mean, I was kind of, if I had to say something good about Raquel, I'd say that good for her because she looks like so fragile, but she was able to stand up for herself in situations where I don't think I would be able to. Yeah, I mean, I totally are scary. Agree. I mean, who wants to get in a confrontation with Stasi? Like, I wouldn't. Oh, no. And I have a bigger mouth than Raquel. You know what I mean? Stasi, you kind of look like Stasi. Really? I think I, I I get told so many things. I got told Billy. I mean, who were we just talking about? Billy Eilish? I got told that. Stasi got Amanda told Seyfried. that. You look like Amanda Seyfried, too. I get Amanda Seyfried, too. I get a lot of shit. Um, you get Amanda Seyfried. I can see that a lot. Like Some things I obviously take as a compliment, and some I'm like, can I just look like me? You're like, why can't I just be myself? <laughs> hey, but listen, we, uh, we're talking about the Kardashians, and I need to, before we go, to talk about the newest addition to the um, Kardashian West household, Psalm. Jealous. Stop. That's it. We're done. Okay. Do you really want to know? Wait, you're, you're a Christian. I am, yes. So can you tell me how it's said? Psalm. You're right. I was right. So, so the P is silent and the L is silent. Psalm, it, it, the L is not really that silent. It, it's kind of like the same thing in calm. I see. It's like calm. It's funny. Someone uh, DM'd me like, it's like Sam, but with the British accent. So, Psalm. Oh my God. That's so fucking funny. They're right. They're right. No, but then I had British, my, some of my British followers were like, we don't say Sam like that. I'm like, so what Psalm. do you say Sam like? Sam. They say Sam probably. Oh, true, true, true. So what do you think? I mean, to me, it was so funny just because it's like, I'm so into, like, I'm being Kim Kardashian. I'm so into the Bible now. So like, I'm just going to name my baby Psalm. You know oh, what I mean? Just like so- Amanda, I didn't even think of that. I didn't even put together the church thing. What? Yeah. I just kind of thought. No, because- it's like me being like into clothes and naming my kid Zara. Like, it's like, it's just funny. Well, I, I might be. Oh my God. That's funny. I might name my kid Zara. I mean, that's not a bad name, actually. Here's here's something that I'm th- now realizing, and I'm, this is all just kind of coming into my head. I think psalm in the Catholic Church or Christian Church actually means song, like a song that you sing. So really? I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Like, wrong. You think I'm wrong? Let me look it up. Yeah, because psalm, I know... I don't even want to say this because I wrote like some kind of testament and people were like, no, it's from the old Testament. And I wrote new Testament. I don't want to like get in trouble with like God things. Cause I don't know, but it's from like, I think in Hebrew Psalm is like the Bible or like, oh, okay. Whatever. Let's- super, super duper religious. And just has to do with like, their love right now for church and God and Bible. And it's like naming their kid Bible right now. Well, okay. Here's what I looked up. Psalm and, Psalm 45 means a song of praise. So I think that's what I'm talking about. Because in church, we sing the Psalms. Right. But there's so many Psalms. I mean, bachelor people put up Psalms every day. Instagram bio. Yes. (laughs) 
I mean, every bachelor person has a psalm. That's the only reason I know the word. I mean, I swear on my life. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It could have been worse, the name. Here, Cassie Randolph, her bio is Psalm 4610. So she's just telling us the psalm of her choice. It could have been worse, though, Amanda. Couldn't it have been? It could have been worse. I mean, listen, I thought it would be Rob. I was like really expecting something very straightforward. And I mean, it's just, with, I mean, I'm, I started to think about baby names when I was a baby just because, like, you want to be sure that you're like getting something cool, but not like over trying and not like too weird and not. And they just like don't care that it's like people are going to think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's Norths and Saints sound super norms. I I think that it could have been worse, and I think that they're famous enough that this name doesn't matter. It could have been anything. I could have said that the name was Zara or H and M, like you said, and and people would have this. I feel like it was just kind of a moderate reaction, don't you think? People were like, they're gonna name him like Wild West, and I'm like, they're they're better than that. Like yeah. they did that once. They're not going to do it twice. You know, the play on uh, words. The West yeah. Left. Yeah. I mean, I honestly wouldn't have put it past him to name them Jesus, to name the kid Jesus. Right. Like Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I would not have put that past them because they're so, they're so unbelievably narcissistic that you have to just let them do it. I mean, I won't, for, I mean, I think it was this season you know, that you just, the fact that you see more of Kanye, so you get to really see, like, Kim being a narcissist, him being a narcissist, and together they're just, like, you know. Oh, they are the, it, it's like, it, you know, I always say this. I mean, this is super random, but it has to do with Kanye. Um, you know, people are always like, pick a side, Taylor Swift or Kanye West. Like, which side were you on? And I'm like, listen, I'm on both their sides, and you know what? I think that they are both the same exact people. And then I say that to people, they're like, Interesting. Wait, because you think T Swift is a nurse? Oh my God, both of them. Kanye West and Taylor Swift are both exactly the same, just different executions. It's making sense to me now because I'm thinking like, I was kind of hating with all of her like album, pre-album promos just because it's like, I mean, I like her music, but I'm not like a T Swift like mega fan. So for me, like the whole Easter egg thing is super weird. Like, why do I care about Easter eggs? It's and for like, her fans. It's like for her diehards, which I I am a pretty oh, diehard Taylor fans. Twelve. See, here's I'm a pretty diehard Taylor fan, and something that I do get annoyed by with Taylor, um, and I'm I'm sure she knows this because she's very smart, is that I feel like she caters to a lot of her younger fans rather than me. Um, specifically me, Anthony Lario, who has been listening to her since I was on the seventh in the seventh grade on the school bus. So like, yeah. I want her to notice me because I can actually relate to her music. You know, like her song "Clean," which is about you know like becoming sober of a relationship. Like, I can relate to that song. Little Molly Sue down in Tennessee, eleven years old, cleaning the chalkboards after school. She can't fucking relate to that. The new song, the me. Oh, it was it was kind of like Disney Princess. It it sounds like it's from the Trolls soundtrack, Amanda. No, legit. But but yeah, I I can see what you're saying that the the narcissist thing with T Swift, which like she doesn't appear on the surface to be that kind of person, but she she probs it. Oh yeah, they both are very similar, Taylor and Kanye. They both take pride in exactly what they write, how they sell their albums, what they wear, what they're doing, and they're True. very aware of it. And then if oh yeah, they're like aware. I would literally just be like, "Here's my song, bye." You know, I wouldn't. I, I, 
And like, especially if I had a good voice and I knew how to write music, like I, I don't think I would put so much effort into like everything surrounding it. No, they're very into the business aspect, which is cool. Very, That's very why into- they make money. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Anthony, thank you so much for spending the time with me today and chatting about all things Britney and reality TV and just, I don't even know what other tangents we went off because um, I just enjoy talking to you so much. So before we go, just please tell everyone where they can find you, listen to you, hear you, see you. Oh my God, of course. And thank you again, Amanda, for having me. I just love you. And we'll have to do one of these in New York together. We can do like a Tony's Tea and um, Not Skinny But Not Fat at the same time recording it together. That would be fun. But you guys can find me um, on Instagram at Anthony Lario, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-L-A-R-I-O. And um, if you go, if you have SiriusXM, you can listen back to some reality checked episodes with Amy Phillips and you can find me there. And um, yeah, just, and you can, oh, fuck the most important part. You can listen to my podcast, Tony's Tea Corner on Apple, Apple Podcasts. I know whenever I get to the self promo part, I'm so bad at it too. Yeah. Um, Amanda, I added email into my self promo part and I did it one episode <laughs> and I was like, why did I fucking say email? Now I have to say it every episode. No, I can't. I'm like, oh, email oh. me. No. <laughs> That's so funny, Anthony. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. And thanks to Anthony Lario for chatting with us today. Thanks to my producer and editor from the Podglomerate Network and to BMC for the music. You guys, it would be super helpful if you could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and support the show by supporting our sponsors. All links and information about the products discussed during the show will be available on the episode page details. Thank you guys again. See you next week. Great show in store. Love ya. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.